Welcome to Thriving Bhakti, Bajrasain here. Thriving Bhakti, where we understand that if we want to make significant changes uh, in our lives, if we want to improve our habits, get on top of our sadhana, and even to get on top of building a great foundation for our lives to do great service, we have to start with ourselves. And that begins with our mindset. So this is the the great plunder and missing ingredient or point that so many practitioners, <clears throat> devotees, people at, at large get wrong is they try to change their lives through actions without changing the way they think. And today's topic is totally crucial and fundamental to understand how to develop the most important thing in bhakti. Not is it um, outreach scores, <clears throat> book distribution, <clears throat> um, levels of recruitment. Is it about the finances? No, we all know as devotees that the most important thing and the whole purpose of bhakti is relationships. Yes, the hot topic of relationships. And this has been a big uh, eye-opener for me as I've beginning to low and expand, uh, grow and expand my um, understanding around these things. Because what is our Krishna consciousness all about? What is it really about? As we're saying, it's about relationships. So we are networking. We are growing an organization. ISKCON is an organization. And we're trying to grow something long term. And if we want to have unity and harmony and agreement... Yeah. If we want to have some unity and harmony as we move forward and push on through the Prabhupada's mission, then we cannot ignore this topic of relationships. But I'm going to reveal something today that is so important that we we could be missing this 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 vital point. So let's have a look. So if we want to have team a team or an organization. Um, then we've got to look at the traits and the uh, organization itself. And what is it, what is behind it? If we want to have long-term growth, unity and harmony, right? So what are we trying to accomplish? Let's think about what is our mindset. So again, if we want to change the way things are in our ISKCON experience and our spiritual ex uh, organization experiences, we have to look at our mindset first. And this comes down to relationships too, it's just like if you if you just basically treat people right and you believe in them and you can create that kind of environment, good things are going to happen, right? So we have to look at our home, our outreach centers, our temples, our communities, wherever we are in our situation in the world. We have to look, are we treating people right? Are we believing in them? Because you, people, if you believe in them, and you treat them right, you know good things are going to happen. And of course, we can just turn that round. You mistreat people, you don't believe in people, are good things going to happen? No. And we have a personal responsibility just as ourselves. No matter what we've experienced and what we see around us in terms of how people are treating people is we start with us. How am I? And we're going to deepen that today. We've got to look how we can deepen our understanding of relationships here. So how do we build? How do we build relationships, right? Well, we build relationships by serving, as we know. We serve others. We take care of others, right? To build a relationship, we need to be doing those things. 
putting time, taking an interest in people. And if you and if you serve people, you get growth. If you have heart relationships, you get longevity and you get quality of community, loyalty. So relationships should lead to loyalty. So we, we should really create a culture. So really we have to look at the culture and we start with our own individual culture in our home. We can look in the outside around the temple, the community and onwards, but let's look in our own homes and our own even Brahmacherry ashrams. What is the culture of, of that's going on there? And the core to relationships. If you want to create loyalty and if you want to have good relationships, so let's get into one level and then we're going to go even deep. This is this is the real eye-opening stage. The first stage is obviously we all know that if you want to have good relationships, you've got to have good people skills. <laughs> you know, and what a lot of people do is, or what we can do is we can read Shastra, we can study people skills books. And that's that's a great place to go. And we do need to learn people skills because we're in a people business. We're into taking care of people. Oh, when we say devotees, we're talking about people. <laughs> often hear this devotee that devotee but they're people you know they're a personality there's a supreme personality of godhead and we are individual personalities so if we're gonna if we're gonna actually thrive in bhakti if we're actually gonna have organizations that flourish if we're gonna have um success we have to deal with relationships and if we're gonna deal with relationships we have to deal with our people skills we're reading the chaitanya charitamrita this morning and we were discussing how some of the new men who are reading it, it's so personal. It's all about dealings, people skills. <laughs> so the nice thing about Thriving Back to you is I'm just going to use normal mundane language to really ground us in the fundamentals and, and deepen our, our um, mindset around how we're practic- practicing Bhakti and how we can just move forward and get better. And this has helped me a lot and a lot of other devotees. So... When we see these interactions, these devotional, um, of course, they, there's many levels to the interactions. And as we become purified, we see more and more. But the basic line is there's people skills going on, control over how. Um, and those people skills, and this is the eye opener today, the people skills that you see happening in the Charitamrita, the dealings going on between devotees and also ourselves, maybe we've tried to improve our people skills is that's not the route. That's not where to start people skills. I want better relationships. I want to improve my relationships. I'm going to read books on how to converse better with people. Right? I'm going to learn how to be a better listener. I'm going to do all these things. Yes, that, that, that's, that, that's there, but that's not the route. That's the, not the root of it all. You see, we're doing it backwards. There is the root that drives people skills. And the and then there's the action of the people skills. I repeat that. There is the root that drives people skills. And then there's the next stage is the action that drives the action of people skills. What does that mean? It means how we see people. How we see people will determine the action of people skills. <laughs> Let's give you an example. Imagine you meet someone you don't know very well and they're very, very important. You know, and you see them as very important, very valuable. Are you going to pay attention to them? Are you going to think before you speak? 
Are you going to be interested? Are you going to ask questions? Are you going to take genuine interest in it? You know, we can give examples, obviously, when we have our Guru Maharaj come to town or someone important, we suddenly see people skills in action. Why? Because the root is they're seeing that person as important. Boom. This is the point today. Try to, this really, really opened up my mind when I was learning this by hearing a great speaker, um, a Christian guy called Matt um, Grotwald. And he was explaining this really amazing point. And all credit and kudos to him. We have to look at the root rather than, and not just try to improve our skills. Because how we see someone as important will determine how, whether we put into action people skills. Of course, if we don't know any people skills or have learned any people skills, it's going to be hard to put it important. But naturally, though, if we see someone as important, the action of people's skills manifest. Yeah. So basic people's skills manifest. So what makes you want to carry out the action of people's skills has everything to do whether you see that, whether that person is important or not. So let's contextualize this. Let's really open this up into our everyday life. Say you're in an outreach center and you're meeting people you don't know. I mean, I have experienced in the world and when I was in my, sorry, in my Krishna consciousness, different places in the world, only a few places. But when I was coming along, I noticed when new people would come to the temple, they weren't necessarily treated as important. <laughs> Sometimes they were ignored <laughs> or trepped very casually um, or just ordered around. Um, not you know, just because one person's lacked people skills, number one, and number two, those persons had a certain perception of how important these people really were. <laughs> That's it. You know, uh, maybe they were new to bhakti um, and hadn't learned those skills in the outside world. We're not going to get into that, but it's very important that the purpose, there is a purpose that drives everything. You know, so you may want to be a better conversationalist. I'm going to pay more attention to people when they come. I'm going to listen. So we need, we do. And I honestly believe that a lot of time outreach is going on, but but persons are not necessarily developing people skills that could help them develop the relationship. Because without good people skills, they can, it's very hard to have a deep relationship with people, a proper relationship. So, you know, we should have, you know, some training and knowledge and education to help devotees develop actual people skills. We're a people business. Of course, the mundane people skills are foundationary, but they're not the core. We know ultimately devotion and love for Krishna and Krishna consciousness is a whole different level of skill that has to be empowered by Krishna at higher levels of bhakti. But you have to have the foundation. You have to at least have the material mode of goodness basis to these things and of course then relationships to go transcendental have nothing to do with the mundane that's clear but but still for us who are in the process of becoming more and more krishna conscious and having more krishna um more advanced we need to have the basis so 
we have to begin with the worldview. So how, what's our worldview? And what was really, really exemplified by our founder, Acharya Srila Prabhupada, was that he saw everyone as unique, amazing, and special. Despite all their faults, all their conditioning, Prabhupada saw them as unique and amazing and special. Imagine, what if you could see the outcome of someone's life on their foreheads? You could see a premonition that no one else could see. So you walked up to someone and said, they're going to become the president of the United States of America, or this person's going to become um, a top surgeon, or this person's going to be become um, a top um, uh, police in the police department, or this person's going to be a, um, a leading scientist for global change in, in environments, so whatever. They, but then you see also that this person is going to become Krishna conscious. <laughs> when you see them, this person in the future is actually going to be a lover of Krishna. Right? What if you could... Would you treat them differently if you could see it on their head when you're talking to someone? This one is a love. This person in the future is going to be a lover of Krishna. Would you see them as important? Would you treat them differently? Would you give them attention? Would you see them um, think before you speak? Would you take an interest in them? Of course. <laughs> because we don't see the future of people. But so what makes and what determines the outcome of people's futures is a culture. So that's why you know, an environment and a culture that we need to develop. So everyone has the capacity to do something great. And that's what Prabhupada saw in everyone. Yeah, we have to choose consciously to see people as important. And of course, we see people as more important than us. Just by doing this exercise, this kind of motor good as an exercise, we actually start to see everyone as important. We automatically stop looking at ourselves as important. A lot of times I'm not trying to be, I don't want to be in the center here. I don't want to be see myself as important. Well, trying to not see yourself as important is making the focus on you again. <laughs> it's making you important. It's important that I'm not important. But if we're actually seeing others as so important, we lose self-importance automatically. Outreach or servitorship automatically does that. So what? So the opposite is true as well, of course. Everyone has the capacity to do something great. So we choose to see people as important. So imagine the opposite is true. If you don't see people as important, casual, like your cousin or your... You know, imagine when you meet up your fraternity friends from college, when you hang out, you know, are you using people's skills then? <laughs> you know, your mates. So when we're doing outreach, we want to see guests as so important. We want to see on their forehead, this is a, a devotee in the future. And we want to treat them as important. That's why at the Loft Outreach Centers that I've mainly been a part of for a few decades is that we want guests to feel they're important. That's why it's important that when devotees do come to do service at the loft, that they don't create their own little cliques and little clubs and make the, the, the evenings about them socializing. It's about serving and making the guests to be important, to feel that when they leave, they felt really listened to, that they felt they were genuinely cared for, they were genuinely listened to, not just downloaded and, you know, it's just straight into with the Krishna consciousness, boom, 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 firing away. It's about building relationships <laughs> so people's skills play a really big role and that action of those skills will be determined how you and we as devotees see and have the perception of those individuals when they come 
And of course, this then applies into our ashrams, into our home, which we'll get into. Yeah. So there's plenty of great books outside Krishna consciousness that are very good. Supplementary reading on, um, especially John C. Maxwell's on uh, learning, learning to deal with people and the art of dealing with people. But my main point today is to kind of get this, enforce this, or help illuminate this great realization around people's skills are going to be at the root of all good relationships. And where does that start? <laughs> this is something, you know, after 14 years of being married, you, you realize that this is crucial. And we get it wrong and wrong and wrong, but we can accelerate the learning by knowledge and culture. And people skills are going to be at the root. So our spouse, our people skills, listening, learning, that's what we're learning. Why are we learning people skills in a relationship? Because um, in, a, in, a, in a marriage or in a brahmachari ashram, people skills are important. Not just living and doing our own thing and ignoring and avoiding other brahmacharis. We need to get difficult situations that arise are always 90% communication. We had an issue here around arranging an outreach retreat up north. And I asked a devotee to um, head it up. And originally it was going to be just a getaway for the men in the ashram here. And then it turned into an outreach program. And, and there's been a bit of a fallout and someone's not happy. And, you know, I just said to myself, this is a communication issue. And the person I was trying to communicate with who got upset, I was trying to explain to them, look, it's just a communication issue. It's a people skill thing. And because once people get emotional, they start to lose sense of of what really happened and what, what, you know, and they take things personally. So most of the issues we have in our day to day is communication. And we will certainly know that if we're in, in, in any any close quarter ashram like Brahmacherry or the Grahasta ashram, home ashram. No, because Krishna, what is this gone? It's simply a series of relationships. <laughs> and if we manage something really well, it will multiply. If we can manage relationships really well within our community, if we can mirror harmony and communication and build relationships with good people skills, then that will multiply. And because we, we're leaving legacy, we're setting examples, new generations of children, new generations of devotees. But if we mismanage relationships then if you mismanage anything mismanage money you lose it so this is this is really the core of how we're going to multiply and grow a great organization a great community um even a mini community within a community like you know an outreach community you've got to tackle relationships communication people skills but the root and where we often don't look at, and which is the core of our bhakti philosophy, <laughs> is how do we see people? Of course, we know philosophically tat through tattva, they're a spirit soul, they're part of Krishna too. We hear all that, right? We hear that, yeah. So I should see everyone as a part of Krishna. I should not cause any disturbance to other living entities, treat everyone with a super soul in the heart. We've got all that philosophy. So all I'm just bringing it down to earth is this. <laughs> the classic thriving back deep grounding what does that mean see everyone as important see everyone as special that's what it means we start there that's what it means to see them because often we can be saying yeah the super soul in everyone's heart you're this but then when it comes to 
actually interactions and the relationships, the action of relationships and the perception, um, often we can be negligent. We can not see the values as important anymore. This is really key when we go from outreach into, you know, your seniors, you know, taking your seniors for granted, being around them all the time. You start to not see them as important anymore. You start to become familiar. Are you recognizing these phrases? We've heard this all before. Don't become familiar. Don't become familiar with the spiritual master. Don't become familiar with anyone. So we have to become, keep within our heart consciously. We have to create a culture of always seeing others as important. And our seniors, especially with our friends as well, we can get very casual. And particularly with new devotees who are very fragile. The bhakti, lata, beej, the seed, they come in, they have some shraddha, they come into sadhu sangha, they come into an outreach center or the temple or a, a program. They're very, very fragile. But if you can make them feel special, unique, give them the attention, treat them that they're, they're so important, that they are part of Krishna. That's what it means to see them as part of Krishna, part of the soul. That on their forehead is this person is going to become a devotee in the future. I don't see all their lives ahead. So now I must treat them with the utmost important servant of the servant of the servant. That's what that means. And we're getting really down to ground level here today. It's a volunteer army, remember. <laughs> and what ties us all together, the only thing that ties us together in our Krishna conscious communities and that and our families, what ties us to de- together is not money and status. Um, it's adding value. We have value. Uh, our, our real value is that we're amsas, we're mamamsa, jiva loka, ji, that, that, that verse, mamsa, jiva, that we are parts of Krishna. We are valuable to Krishna. He sees so much value in us despite our stupidity and our position right now. He's seeing who we are going to be in the future and he's adding value. We need to see that we are tied together because there is value here. So, Is there value in an environment where people don't feel important? (laughs) Right? You know, if there's an environment where people are not feeling important or or special, yeah? I think sometimes when we say we're just worms in stool, Prabhu, that's what we should think of ourselves, but everyone else is so important. But what we do is we project that, well, we're not so important, Prabhu. You're not the body. You're not this. No, they are special, unique. So we create an environment where people do not feel important and special, and we give them the benefit of the doubt, we listen to them, we nurture them, we serve them, then um, (laughs) there's going to be no value in that environment. And people are drawn to people. You don't have to be some big guru, some big position in, 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 in our Krishna conscious world to be effective. The, the most attractive people are those people who have these traits. And if we want to sh- in- multiply those traits, we need to understand these points around we're into relationships. Relationships um, mean people. People are special. And we need to have people skills to nourish those relationships. And the people skills won't come into action unless we have the proper perception. Again, mindset. That's the... One of the three ingredients of success, which we explore more in the full Bhakti, um, Thriving Bhakti program. Um, inside the program, devotees cultivate the mindset 
and the other two ingredients. And we start with mindset. The thinking has to change. Thinking leads to actions. Actions leads to habits. Habits lead to character. And character leads to destiny and outcome. Okay. So if you're out there and you're listening to this for the first time, and you want to know more about the Thriving Bhakti program, then you can contact me and you can learn more and come inside and see devotees transform and learn all these things and action these things and have accountability to make these manifest in their lives. So they're struggling situations and even their, you know, if it's just simple things of getting their uh, chanting together, their reading, managing their lives, increasing, their, we, we, we help them with all these things and their lives change very quickly. So in summary... Everything, the catalyst in life for everything is relationships in our environment, our community, and how we're moving forward. It's all to do with the relationships, not the book scores and all these kinds of things. These are part of that. It's part of the result of that. But ultimately, it's about relationships. The Chaitanya draws that home very clearly. And what makes them work is people skills. But what makes that work is understanding that people matter. And when we say people, devotees are people. This is a. This is about people helping people. <laughs> um, business. That's our Krishna business. So I hope that's been useful. Hare Krishna.